Yo, Cowboy Crew, it is Two Wheel Tuesday, another one, right? Supercross, it's fucking going down and uh, all about it, right? So every Tuesday, Two Wheel Tuesday, strictly Supercross, strictly, you know, dirt bikes. That's all That's all I got to give you. So uh, we're in Glendale this week, right? Fucking Sunday, Glendale. Um uh, triple crown so you have 250s running three mains you have 450s running uh three mains and then if you don't know what triple crown uh entails it's usually when um when one when a single event comes to a city usually typically a standard event is you know uh you have uh heats and then you have a last chance qualifier and then you have one main event well in a triple crown, you have uh, qualifying that you know gets you into those three main events. So uh, yeah, so you so you qualify, get in those three main events, and then each main event you get a, a a point tally, like an Olympic scoring system where you know like first gets you one point, second gets you two, third three, so on and so forth, um, and then whoever has the lowest score wins. Th- the overall main event gets, you know, wh- that decides who's on the podium, etc. So, um, fun, fun fucking racing. Uh, I have to say, um, as we all know, Craig, um, is a madman, right? Like, uh, as he should be, he's, you know, he's older, he's going against these kids. Some people are pretty upset about it. Um, and it's it's kind of bullshit because like he came back a few years ago, right? Like just because the thirty is you know is his his age right now. Like you guys weren't mad about it before. Like I don't understand, right? So I think it's just because the thirty is technically in his name, or you know in his you know description. I think people are upset about that, you know and and that's whatever, um, but I gotta, you know, gotta get into it, if you, if you've seen the, uh, the 250, uh, race number two, Freeze kills him, right, so, um, uh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I've been thinking about this for a couple days, and obviously, I yelled out loud when it happened. Uh, so what I what I did was I race or I practiced on Saturday. I went to I did a big trip, went to Port Angeles, uh, missed two fucking ferries, pissed me off. Not back to back, one in the morning, one at night. Missed uh, the races live, so watched it on Sunday morning, and still yelled out loud like, "Oh shit! Like what the fuck?" Guarantee you, that's what Craig did. Um, you know, when that went down with, with, uh, in the sand section at Glendale. So once again, Craig, you know, comes in and, uh, comes in race two and, and, and gets taken out, um, and starts, you know, at the very bottom and then makes his way up. I think, did he get fifth? I think he got fifth or something or fourth, um, in race two after coming back. Uh, I think he passed uh, Jalik Swole. Shout out to Jalik Swole, by the way. He's not getting enough recognition. recognition. 
but yeah, um, so I mean, it's a it's a huge thing with Vince Freezy. Uh, it, he did pass Swole. He did. So we got fourth. Passed Swole on the final lap and uh, and uh, ended up getting fourth, which is which is you know hard to do in this in this sport you know regardless right it is easier obviously in the 250s cuz you do have 17 18 19 year old 20 year olds you know battling it out trying to get their you know make a name for themselves trying to prove you know to their team you know what they can do it's you know they're just starting out so it's hard but it isn't uh you know, it's not technically supposed to happen unless you are like a James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed in in their prime, right? Uh, I don't know if Craig is a Ricky James or Chad or a Villapoto or a Dungy. I don't know if, if he's one of those guys. He's in the 250s. You just can't – you don't prove yourself until you're in the 450s. You know, you can do that all day long on a 250 in the, in the 250 class, but – what are you going to do? So, I mean, he's in the he's in the 250s whether you like it or not. You know, if you don't like it, it doesn't matter. You're not in his position. Your my opinion, your opinion doesn't matter, right? Um, so we could go all day about Craig being in the 250 class at 30. But he's also winning. So you can't be mad. You should be more mad about Freeze because he went he dropped down. Right, yeah. Like in my opinion, if you if you drop down, regardless, he's not winning. I don't even think he's gotten a podium, so it doesn't matter that much with Freeze. But if it was Craig, he was winning two fifties. He was doing great. He's possibly going to win a championship this year. He goes up to four fifties and he comes down. You should be more mad about that. You know, he hasn't had a 450 ride in Supercross. Now, in motocross and outdoors, yes, he has had a 450 ride. He did do well uh, points-wise at the end of the year. Yes, I I totally get that. But it's different. He's not running 250s on outdoors. He's running 450s. And he's staying there. He's not jumping back and forth. My issue is when people jump back and forth between a 450 and a 250 just because they can't compete in a 450 well why did why did you move up if you can't if you you know if you can't compete you know if you can compete or not and very soon like freeze was in the 450 class for a long time so i'm not trying to rant all fucking podcasts about you know what's right and what's wrong with being in a certain class like that's just how it is however look these guys are making a damn living on a dirt bike however they can make the most amount of money and most success in their career whether it's on a 250 or 450 they're gonna do it so i don't take even freeze for example i don't i get it like if that makes you more money all right, cool, man. Like, whatever. Like, good for him, right? Same with Craig. If he's if he doesn't have a four fifty deal, that means you're gonna get zero money on a four fifty. Granted, you're gonna make you know some money on sponsors and 
and uh, whatever place you get, right? But uh, that that doesn't mean you're gonna make you're gonna have a fat. You're not gonna have a factory support. You're not gonna have a you know the factory team helping you out. You know, w- without coming out of your pocket, like you're. It's not. You know, it, it's easier with a factory team. So if you can get on a factory team, go ahead, go do it. Stay on it as long as you stay. Right. That's the only problem I have with Freeze is, you know, he's going back and forth. He's leapfrogging. He's, he's Frogger. He's going that. He's, you know, he's switching lanes. Just stay in your lane until you know you can jump up and stay there, right? Regardless, I mean, if it, I'd be upset just like everybody else if Craig in Supercross jumped from a 450 to 250. Alex Martin did that technically but it's only it was he did it um to get more rounds in right so he he did the west coast or the east coast or whatever he did and then went to 450 um when he wasn't in his division when he wasn't racing his division and then raced 250s when his division started back up so that's totally fine right that's a great that's a great example um so yeah, that's all I got for changing classes and shit like that. But anyways, long story short, point of the matter is Freeze is a douchebag. Everyone should hate Freeze as they should because he's the dirtiest rider ever. And he's killing Craig. He's killing everybody. Like he's not killing everybody like Barsha apparently does, but he's definitely riding dirty with everybody. He's he's, he's the Barsha of the 250 class. And it's pretty fucking annoying. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, 450-wise, Dylan Ferrandez, uh qualified first. Um, I believe for the first time ever in Supercross that I can remember. Um, so good for him. He qualified. He got pole position, first gate pick, etc. Um, he was looking good. Uh, starts aren't there. Starts definitely aren't there. So... Tomac, start-wise, oh, my God. Like, he's he just turned into Mike Alessi in Glendale. Like, he almost got three hole shots. He got the hole shot in the first race. He got the hole shot in the second race. Almost got the hole shot in the third. He still started, like, top five, top four in the third race. Um, so, you know, Tomac, you know, great. Back-to-back wins, great, killing it. 100%. I'm super happy for him. Obviously, huge Eli Tomac fan. Um, Anderson, great killing it, right? He's staying consistent. He should be up there in, you know, in the top um in the cha- in the, you know, championship fight 100%. He's showing up every single uh weekend it feels like and and he's getting after it. Um, Sexton also Sexton crashing twice in race two, I think starting towards, you know, the, the latter end of the, of top 10 getting frustrated, like, fuck, like I know I can get after it. Oh yeah. Jason Anderson, by the way, crashing in, in, in race number two, you would never think like he would, you know, get up and, 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 and kill it. You know, he was, he was on a tough block. His clutch was 180 degrees backwards. He couldn't get off the tough block forever. 
he was like behind I think like Heartraft or Bogle or something. So back in like top fifteen area by the time he started getting going. It's just a simple mistake, tried triple tripling and uh, you know, got off balance. That's the thing with, with Jason Anderson. Is I, was, I feel like I was kind of tough on him last weekend with his rough riding, but like he's so crazy, he just gets out. He gets in his own way almost with how crazy and how awesome his riding style is. Like I love his riding style. I was admiring it last week. You know, he, with that wall jump, he just hucks it and then like lets it loose and and almost he lets it loose and controls at the same time. It's weird. Like his riding style is great. It's unique. It's a Jason Anderson classic fucking style. So, um, yeah. But Chase Sexton getting out front, um, race three, and you got Mookie fucking getting a, his a second place in this damn triple crown. First, second place finish, I believe, that he's gotten. So super happy for him. I just love, you know, that he's had a... You know, ride in his brother's shot in his in his brother's shadow, and really come up as his own, and kind of face all that pressure, face you know the doubts that he's not as you know in all the, you know everything that it has to do with his brother, positive or negative, he's had to fight through and overcome, and then he's he just he's killing it. So it was pretty much a Tomac. Um, dominance. So, I mean, it's a Tomac year, I believe. Like, he started way, um, later, um, winning races in his Supercross winning, um, championship, uh, in Supercross. So, I mean, if he, you know, just like Craig, right? Like, if, if he keeps, if he keeps going, you know, on this role and, and, and stays consistent and you know keep getting podiums every week and it's a championship that's it's simple you know that's the that's the soup that's the recipe uh for the soup and pie like stay consistent it you know stay on podiums win of course like like I looked at a stat um of Jason Anderson at Glendale and it I think he's only won like eight races and he's won a championship and Tomac's won one championship and Tomac's won 39 and has one championship the difference is is that Tomac you know two differences is Tomac is inconsistent um, he wins a lot and then, or he would win a lot and then, and then not do well at the same, in the same Supercross season. Crazy. He'll win eight, you know, and get a couple top, you know, ladder end of top tens and twelfths and shit. So, um, and then the other, uh, differences is, um, is Jason had one good year. And you can say, you know, you can say what you want with Tomac having all these wins and only one Supercross championship, but um, he's had great years, right? Like, granted, he's came up short multiple times in a Supercross season. And, 
several years. But um, it's like you look at all these wins and then one Supercross title, like, oof. But moving forward, like, I think the star racing Yamaha team treats them better, gives them way more free range. And they're, I believe if they win this championship this year, and to, as long as Tomac wants to keep racing and loves racing and wants to win, they will, together, they will win multiple titles together. Multiple. You've seen it in the outdoors with Dylan. See, like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, wait, does it take, a, like, a lot of pressure for Dylan Ferrandis because he won a, an outdoor title on the Star Racing Yamaha on the same bike to win a Supercross title? Yes and no, because Dylan Dylan didn't, you know, race Supercross. Like, he's European. He's French. Like, he's, you know, it's maybe racist. I don't know. Like, nationalist. Like, I don't know what you want me to, to call it. Whatever you want to call it. Call it how you how you feel, but it like he's he's not a he's he didn't grow up on arena cross. He didn't grow up on supercross futures, like an American did. So, I mean, he doesn't have the background in supercross like these other guys do. So, like he's just like he has like he obviously has the speed right for, um. You know he qualified first at Glendale. I do, cannot tell you what he placed overall at the end of the night. Cannot tell you. Um, and he's won 250 titles in Supercross. So it's, I'm not saying he can't win in Supercross. Um, but now he has no excuse. Because he's been on the Yamaha squad. Star racing. Can't, you know, can't, can't. I mean, this is Eli's first year. He's winning supercrosses. Granted, he's a he's a vet, and he's one of the most fastest riders out there on the planet. But you know, Dylan, who's on the, who's been on the same team since two fifties, won two titles. Granted, two fifty and four fifty, totally different game. But. uh but my my uh my thing for Dylan is you know like hey like um you're not American you didn't grow up on arena cross you didn't grow up on supercross futures like you didn't get all this so yeah like people kind of you know just because he won on the two fifties means what <laughs> like like Craig's two fifty title is gonna mean almost nothing it just means that he's a he's a really good supercross rider. Um, you know, he's really good, but he's good, you know, he's not great, right? He's not, until he proves himself on a 450. So, either way, great for Craig, great for uh, Tomac this weekend. You know, it could have went way worse for Craig, and it couldn't have gone better for Eli. So, super happy how it all turned out. Um... Great racing. I love Triple Crown. Uh, I wish Seattle would do a Triple Crown event. 
that would be amazing to watch three main events. It's like you're getting extra popcorn and your extra large popcorn, right? It's just a bone bonus two main events. Because qualifying is going to be great no matter what because you have to qualify to get in main events so it's not everyone's throwing down at qualifying. And then you have three main events. So it's like, wow, like, this is great. Um, Yeah, Tomac will win this championship if he stays on pace. Like, he's on pace to win this championship. It's still a close points race for sure. You like it could have a couple bad races and chase... Um, could catch up and it could be a tight, really, really, really tight race for the title. Um, and even he could even lose, he could definitely possibly still lose the points lead. I'm not saying he has a 20 point lead already or anything like that. I think like eight. So not a whole lot, honestly. So, I mean, still really good title race. It's just like, you can see the wheels turning like already one it's aggressive racing super aggressive racing this season most aggressive i've seen it since i was a little kid um the closest thing i could say you know when it, aggressive racing would probably be um 2009 with james and chad um and they didn't even like take each other out really it was just like, whoa, this is getting kind of dark, these later rounds. So <laughs> that's it. They're like, it's not crazy. No one's taking each other out every single fucking weekend like they are uh, this season. So, yeah, aggressive, uh, you know, racing season. And Eli's on a mission for sure. So, yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, you got Eli, you got Chase, you got Jason Anderson, like who, like the, the three that, that finished top three is like really like who is like bound to kind of go throughout the whole season, right? So you have Cooper, like, like ladder end of the top eight or top 10 in the points championship. Yeah, Kenny's out pretty much. Not out-out or anything, but, like, they have to do way better than they've been doing if they want any chance uh, to get after it this season. So, I mean, you got Eli, Mookie in the mix a little bit, but you got Eli, Sexton, Jason Anderson. Um, Mookie could be a title contender for sure. He's not too far behind, so I'm excited. I hope you guys are too. I hope you guys in, you know enjoyed this two wheel Tuesday episode. Um, I hope you guys are either you know riding out there and having a good fucking time like I did this weekend, or in, at least enjoying this Supercross season like I feel like every Supercross fan is this season. So. Um, that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for fucking listening. Um, it's a great, I'm, I love this consistency that we're bringing with this podcast this year. Um, starting it off hot. I hope to keep it hot until, you know, was it June or May at the end of Supercross? And then I'll hopefully I'll keep it going the rest of the year. Who knows? Who, who knows what I could bring up and, you know, uh, 
come up with something, you know, hopefully I can come up with something, you know, towards uh, after Supercross. Maybe I'll do, you know, Motocross Monday for outdoors. Who knows? So, uh, hey, you guys keep uh, keep uh, keep getting after it throughout the week. And um, thank you guys for listening again. And, uh, you know, hey, hammer down, cowboy up, we out.